This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notify button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Charlie, are you wearing a mask? Is that how you wear a mask at Costco? Sometimes. <laughs> I love it. Well, his chin's not going to get COVID. Right. No. I got to keep my beard fresh. <laughs> that is funny. All right. We're well, we, are li- we are live on YouTube. And as you can tell, things are going crazy. We've so, lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. Um, so first of all, we want to thank our sponsors. And I just got to see both of them this weekend, which was freaking awesome. Um, RX Mark Gear. Make sure you go to rxmarkgear.com, use the code Clydesdale15 and get 15% off your order there. Um, we have worked with them to make sure the code is working um, and it should be working really well now. Um, but I got to try out the um, air mat. Oh, fun. And I, you know, as being a Clydesdale, I was worried that like this little blow up thing was not going to support the Clydesdale doing jump rope, right? Yeah. You didn't break it, did you? Oh my gosh, is it awesome. It takes away all the impact on my back and my legs. And uh, I think I'm going to have double unders back in maybe a couple of weeks because I'm going to buy one. Nice. And I'm going to use now, my code Clydesdale15. I was going to say, do you get 15% off of that with your code? Yeah, I think so. But, yeah. Good stuff. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And I also got to see the air box. Mm-hmm. which is much firmer than you can ever imagine. When you think blow up and boxes, you think there's no way, but it is amazing. And I got to see the, um, the thing they used in San Diego with your competition, the, oh, yeah. the, the tsunami thing. The tsunami bag. Yeah, tsunami. Holy cow. That is You're so like, hard. Yeah. Um, and then I got to meet with Jason at Element 26, and I hooked my boy Charlie up with some oh, Element yeah. uh, 26 wristbands. Nice. Um, he gave me two Ooh, pairs, so yeah. I took one. Um, so I can look cool at the gym, too. <clears throat> um, and they were awesome. Got to hang out with them, like, every day. Um, mm-hmm. There was a ton of people. They just signed a big athlete. Oh, good. Um, I didn't know Sam Quant was with them, actually, previously. But yeah. um, Danny Spiegel signed with them. Really? Yeah, like just this last weekend. Hmm. I like so, that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I got to hear that right from the CEO's mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then they were telling me who their favorite athletes were. And of course, I think Emma Carey's with them. And uh, James Sprague and Dallin Pepper are brute kids. Um, and uh, they love James. They, they couldn't go... They couldn't say enough about James um, being the perfect podcast guest. Oh my because gosh. Yeah. You just pull the string and let him go. Yep. He is great. That's very cool. Love it. So, and that is uh, Clydesdale 10 at checkout all caps at element26.co. All right. So, what do we want to hit first? Because there's a whole lot going on. Oh. I think the big thing. The, the big trip. thing, Wadapalooza? Water, yeah, I got to talk, talk about your trip. 
So um, I was just telling these guys, um, and Andrew Sten just jumped on. I actually roomed with him down at oh. Wadapalooza, and he was judging there. So if he has any comments, make sure you put those in the comment section. Um, yeah, amazing. Um, flew into Miami Wednesday night, um, went to the event on Thursday, other than a little snafu with my credentials and trying to get those. Uh, once that happened, um, got into the venue and it is nothing like I imagined. It is so big. It is so much in such an, like, and I say big, but it's, it's one park and they cram so much into there. There were four stages going almost all the time simultaneously. You could check out anything you want at any time. Um, Vendor Village is bigger than the games. Uh, and it goes like the minute you walk in the park, you start into Vendor Village. And it's down a sidewalk and on both sides, just vendors the whole way. You get to like a, like a hub in the circle and there's the big noble tent off to the right. And then you make a left and then there's a huge pathway that goes like all the way from where the athletes warm up all the way down to the, the ocean and then along the ocean out to another gate. It is massive. Um, so cool. Um, got to see so many people. Um, Flagler stage, the main stage is massive. I think it seats over 5,000 people now. Um, and it was packed all the time. So did you, did you have special access at all? Or you, did you have to buy festival tickets or did you get festival tickets? How did that work? So I did get, I got access because we did get permission to go on the, we did have slots on the podcast stage. Um, that I'll talk about it another time. Mm -hmm. um, but you didn't have like, like front row media pass where you could take pictures and you were no. just, you had tickets like a spectator had tickets. Correct. And, and a lot of the media people that we've got to know over the last year had the same limited access. Um, right. If you look at the floor at Wadapalooza, there is really no place for right. photographers to stand. Um, so they only let like less than a handful on at a time. Got it. Um, and then there was that like the end spots, one was like they were VIPs. And then they had the four corners like elevated mm -hmm. that one was like a yingling tent. One was Ramwad, one, you know, whatever. And they were all VIP areas to get these elevated looks down at the floor. Yeah, um, that's where, uh, that's where Matt Fraser was. I saw yeah, something yeah. this weekend with him. On the yeah, I think the, so it would be like the closest to the ocean side was the main VIP area. And that's mm -hmm. where like, if you watch Christy O'Connell's videos, that's where her and Patrick were. That's where Matt mm -hmm. Fraser was. That's where like all the, the big Brooke Wells, Amanda Barnhart. Charlie um, must be checking out. He's wearing his mask now. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, um, the, then the Bayside um, Park is beautiful. Just like what you think on when you watch it on the stream, right in front of the ocean. Um, that's where like a lot of the swimming stuff happens. Um, I would go there every morning with my God's Country coffee from Dan Bailey. And mm -hmm. I would sit and drink my coffee looking at the ocean. Nice. And that's how I started every morning. Um, so then, was it was it as chaotic as I envision it to be? Define chaotic. Like if I was either a judge or running a floor or 
um, managing a team, would I be super stressed out? I think so. I mean, they're long days for sure. And the judges that I stayed with left way before I did, and they got home way after I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Andrew would tell you, like the floor he had, he had the gauntlet for most of the weekend. Okay. Um, and he was a team lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but he would, he was like, his floor was done before anybody else. And they didn't have like a ton of people per heat. So it was pretty manageable throughout the day. Right. Um, I think if you're on Flagler where it's 30 lanes yeah, and you have to have judges out there all the time, um, it's insane. And it's, everything is pretty compact. Everything was a short bar. Um, yeah. I mean, it, like the floor looked almost squished, right? <clears throat> yeah. And they had multiple judges per lane. Now, Andrew is saying it's not chaotic. It's just super busy. Always something going on. So, and you know, like the judges, most of those judges have been around a very long time. So they know, they know that the drill now I'm betting now he's not saying this, but on Sunday or yeah, Sunday when they had the rainstorm and they changed the event and did the judges brief on the floor right before it happened, like that had to be pure chaos. And I know like they lost judges because their flights were going out at that point. And, um, so they brought people from like Andrew's floor over to Flagler. They brought people from Bayside up to um, Flagler to have extra judges on hand for that. Yeah. Um, and literally to be briefed on the floor right before the event was, is a crazy thing if you're a judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's a shame because I know there is, you know, there were some questionable calls in that event. And you can't really blame the judge because of the way, the way it all went down and had to be. Right. And uh, Matt explained it on the Sevon podcast that they have a curfew, like they had to get it done by ten o'clock or it wasn't gonna, they weren't gonna finish. Mm-hmm. And so you're really under this like time crunch, and uh, it, it was crazy. But they, it looked great if you're a spectator, mm-hmm. and you're not hearing the stuff behind the scenes. It looked awesome. Did you? Who else did you get to meet? Friends of the show that you hadn't met before. Annika? Well, every day, every day, um, I got to meet Dylan, who is a has been a listener for a long time. He he listened to us through med school. Oh, and fine. he was he was working the front gate and would say hi to me every morning. So shout out to Dylan. Uh, that was awesome. And then um, I didn't get to meet Annika. Like I you saw didn't? her really up close. Um, oh, I was in the stands, but I never got to see her outside of of that. And if you're a competitor, like I probably didn't see you. Okay. Um, Cause they were like head down from event to event, unless yeah. you were like team and they're, and they're just having fun. Right. Um, like the Lugos and con and James who took second and had a blast. Yeah. Um, so, fun. Uh, so like saw them and, and, and all that, but, and there's so many people it is, I can't even stress, like when you have all the divisions they have, and I did get to see um, Colette Casey um, with her family in the right around the food court, um, who was just on the show Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the people I saw were just there hanging out. Yeah. Um, and it was weird because I was telling every, my, my wife and everyone that 
Like I was there by myself, but I never felt alone. That's cool. Because there were always people that I knew either through the volunteer experience or who have been on the show or people we have met that way. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I never, ever felt like I was there by myself. That's cool. So let's talk a little bit about some highlights of the competition um, or lowlights, if if you will. Um, Sarah, Sarah Simmons' daughter tweaked her knee or at least was afraid she tweaked her knee. I think at this point we know that she's got another MRI and that she's back on the path to recovery and things like that. But I mean, here's the big question. Is it too much too soon for her, right? Like going from Dubai to Wadapalooza on a less than nine month recovered ACL. Like she's, I know she's really talented and I know she's really strong, but was that maybe not the wisest decision for her? Yeah. um, I would say, yeah, it was too much too soon. It's and not to, to say that her, with, not trying to right, right. scold her. It's easy say, to say that with hindsight. Sure. <clears throat> um, because she did, she lifted a similar weight in Dubai and didn't have a problem. Yeah. Now what this had that Dubai didn't is the short bar. And yeah. I sat with Cheryl um, and she was explaining that like that adds weight to it. Like people don't realize you don't get the bend in the bar uh, to get that snap, to get the bar up is easy um, yep. in it makes it a lot harder, but, um, I hope she's okay. Um, I actually bumped into Snorri at the bar in the hotel on Monday and Snorri's he looked, her agent for anybody yes. that doesn't know. And he looked and he, I talked to him briefly and he looked much more like at ease about it than he did earlier in the weekend. Sure. Sure. Um, so I think they got good news and then they celebrated Monday night. Oh, good. Um, so I think they got really good news, but they're, I think they're being cautious with the, with the news going out. Yeah. And that had to be so hard for her to be experiencing that sort of under the spotlight, you know, on stage, like you could see, she was just kind of crumbling and, and rightfully so I think anybody would in that situation, but it was just really hard to see because I know that for fans of Sarah, we're concerned about her mindset and, you know, her, her mental state going into these competitions. And that was just really a big blow to see her, you know, sort of fall apart on the floor like that. And, you know, there was nothing she could do. It wasn't like we thought any less of her, but it's like, uh, it just kind of broke your heart a little bit to watch it. Yeah. I, I let's go to a highlight just to kind of bring it up a yeah. little bit. And I think the cool thing about Wadapalooza is seeing the young talent that is getting exposure for the first time. And a, a lot of people that we know did well this weekend. Yeah. Monica, and let's, let's say people who are now getting exposure from mainstream media, CrossFit, who we have been exposing and talking to for a very long time. Cause we yeah. are clairvoyant. Yes. So, um, Annika Greer was the buzz of the weekend. Um, everywhere I went, people were talking about Annika and they were talking about Ellie Turner. And the, and the thing about Ellie Turner is I got to interview her at the games for morning chalk up. And yeah. I've been talking, I was talking to her leading up to Wada Palooza and I'm, we're going to interview her in the next week or so. Yeah. And we had planned that before Wada Palooza. Well, we and were so supposed was, to interview her last week, but jet lag and time yeah, difference and, it, and all that. And I actually said well. it'd be better to do it after Wada Palooza when we have that to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And so it's cool that she went out and won the first two events and led the thing for three days before she hit some things that, that are things she needs to work on. But it's 
events um, coming up. So there was that. And then um, Ariel Lowen coming in third. Um, my gosh, from the games till now, she yeah. won Zalos games. She has done Rogue. She um, came in third at Wadapalooza. Like, my goodness. And she's signing deals left and right. Yeah, rightfully so. Well-deserved. Yeah. So it was fun. Uh, and I chatted with her during the competition, but I didn't get to see her. Mm -hmm. We chatted via text. Um, and she just was like so ecstatic and soaking it all in. And I chatted with Annika too. And um, you can reveal that we're, we're doing something to promote our news channel. Yeah. And you actually did that today. Yep. Yep. I recorded with Annika, maybe 10, 15 minute short interview, sort of the highs and lows of her weekend and, and what's next for her. Yeah. And She's that'll drop fun. within the next 24 hours. Um, and you'll get to see that, but that's just kind of prom promoting our new show that's coming and kind of a taste of what you'll see um, on that. So yeah, excited to, I have not listened to it yet. I'm super excited to listen to it. So speaking of news, do we want to shift gears a little bit? Well, I want to talk on the men's side real quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, Dallin, so yes. Dallin, Dallin Pepper, um, he took third. <laughs> Did he? Third no. this weekend? Fourth? Fifth, I think. Fourth or fifth. Okay, yeah. Uh, he did that. James Sprague I, was an event winner. Um, all people that we have talked to in the past and have that really showed. And then Alex Carone and... Sam Cornier really killed it this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I love Sam. Like we've, we've been friends with Sam now for what, a couple of years. And yeah. uh, it was really cool seeing him. And it looks like he's like right on the verge of coming, coming out of it. Um, and maybe that's a good transition into some of the news of the day. Yeah. So let's talk about Sam. So we interviewed Sam right after the games and he revealed to us um, how sick he got um, after the swim event. And we talked to Emily Rolfe, same story. I remember putting up on my Instagram story, probably the same week that we talked to Sam, like, hey, anybody else gets sick from this water? Um, we brought it up with Dave Castro in an interview with Dave. I sort of made light of the fact that, you know, maybe not only do you have to be the, the fittest, but you have to have like, you know, the best intestines and, 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 uh, foundation in order to, you know, survive that, that swim. But, you know, Morning Chalk Up released a, a report today that um, CrossFit knowingly got reports about that lake being um, unsafe or seemingly unsafe based on the standards provided by the state health board or whatever in, uh, in Wisconsin. And uh, they chose to continue that event regardless. And, and specifically E. coli, which is what yeah. Emily Rolf claimed it to be when she was on with us. Yep. And Dave said that they did not get reports to that effect. They Correct. did a week before the games, but right before it, everything was fine. So there yep. seems to be some contradiction into the stories that Morning Chalk Up is reporting. And I know that they have done their due diligence. They've been working on this story for six months. Right. Um, so yeah, it just, it seems a little iffy as to what happened a little shady um yeah i mean i know dave did tell us that you know they got the report and and, and morning chalk up corroborated that that report of like the day before and i'm not i'm going to get my dates wrong but let's say like two days before the swim event they were fine and then like the day of and the next day they were not fine and we don't know if dave knew 
right? I mean, there are lots of layers to the 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 management and and direction of those logistics, and maybe he didn't know. I don't. I don't. I just don't want to, you know, make an assumption that you know he absolutely knew because we don't know, and I don't know that we'll ever know. But he did. But he did come on our show and you know say that he didn't indicate that there was an issue. Correct. And we had athletes say definitively there was an issue. Yeah, and and I mean anecdotally we've heard this in the past too, right? There's been stories about Joshua Bridges getting sick and other other athletes you know, at the games in Madison, you know, in that body of water, um, feeling ill. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, it, it seems like CrossFit declined comment. Um, they also came out with this very strange YouTube recording of, it sounds like Justin Berg, um, quoting like a Teddy Roosevelt speech, something about, yeah. Um, hold on. Let me get to that and see. It, uh, the timing of it was very suspect. Um, it was called, what was it called? Sorry guys, this is, uh, We Dare Mighty Things, right? So that was a speech made by, I wanna say Teddy Roosevelt, but it might've been FDR, I'm not sure. I don't wanna click on it because then you guys will hear it and that'll mess up our broadcast. But um, it was like this scenes from Wadapalooza and it was all about like daring to be mighty and to do in order to be great, you have to fail and you have to make mistakes. And if you're not going hard enough, you're not going to make mistakes. It's just very, I mean, it's cool, but like in the climate of knowing what news broke today, it was a little weird. <laughs> it was a little weird. And, and again, I think it was Justin Berg doing the voiceover, which, you know, he's the new head of the CrossFit Games. So, And he was at Wadapalooza. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. He he was there. Um, <clears throat> very. Um, he he was not hiding, like he mm. was very available, um, mm -hmm. walking around. So I thought that was that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, to take that on and everything that's happened in the last few weeks and to be that available to the the fans was pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the news. Um, I will say like just overall, like the experience as a spectator was amazing. Um, I would highly recommend Wadapalooza. I had more fun there than the games because there's, there's like this stress level at the games, right? Everybody's trying to get a story or everybody is trying to win and people are less accessible here. Like everybody's having a good time. So it's like, everybody's hanging out together and partying and dancing. And it just had a different vibe to it. And it was so much fun. Yeah, and you you were probably feeling a lot better at Wadapalooza than you were at the games this year too. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was. And update on the back, um, pain free the entire oh, weekend with nice. the backpack on, hiking around the whole um, festival. Um, it rocking. did fatigue a little bit, but um, but I did not feel pain. That's great. So That's that great. that is really awesome. And I did a couple workouts before I left. Um, so, and now I'm going to get back tomorrow and get back to that. So awesome. I still haven't worked out since Christmas Eve. And well, but, technically, but now I have equipment. I'm going to show you guys real quick. Ugh. So I've got some bikes. There's my garage door. This rig is going to go up in a second. See the blue tape. That's where the 
wall-mounted rig is going to go. And then I've got my freestanding rig is all set up. You see the wall balls back there in the corner. You've got my rowers, so I don't know which way I'm going. Here's, well, minus all the insulation, which is going to go in the other room, but I've got my little desk and computer, all my boxes. Show the pretty blue line. Those are the lockers. Oh, oh how do I do that? Oh, there. I've got some apparel hanging up. I need a way bigger American flag because that one looks really small. I have my Green Beret banner and my CrossFit Clarity banner. And I've cleaned the floors a couple of times, which is exciting. So yeah, these yeah, are coming great. along. That's and this great. Back room, the back room is just kind of empty right now, but I've got all my benches trying to figure out whether I'm going to hang them up or not. I'm waiting on my new rogue multi-tier dumbbell rack. And there's my little dumbbell rack. And then there are all my medicine balls and stuff. Still trying to figure out like where everything's going to go. Um, but I had my buddy Everett over tonight, over this morning, he runs uh, CrossFit Kennett Square and he sort of gave me some ideas on where to put stuff. So that was super helpful because he's, you know, been doing this for a long time, almost 10 years now, and he knows where to, where to put things. So, so I actually talked to Adam Kramer at, um, oh, yeah. at the event. I actually interviewed him and some of the kids who successfully completed the project or the program of the Green Beret project. Um, awesome. on the stage at the, at Wadapalooza, he said he stopped by and saw your place. And he said, it really puts me in a pickle because I think it's pretty awesome. And it's really close to my house, but I, <laughs> but I go somewhere else. And do I leave right? <laughs> or do I just become a member at more than one place? That's so funny. I, I could probably use him to help me coach too. He's a, he's a pretty good coach. So yeah, I think around here, like CrossFit is Delaware is such a small place and some of these memberships are all incestuous. I mean, I belonged at Kennett Square when I had my own, when I had my own affiliate. I've done that many times and that's a great box to go to. So I think it's good. We're starting to get into this culture where we're supporting each other and we're not like at odds with one another, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so Andrew did bring up um, <clears throat> anything about the comments from athletes about the swim event. And I, I want to be careful about responding to this because I don't know the whole story. This I is, know. Are we, are we back at Wadapalooza now? Yeah. Okay. This, what, so here, I saw something during the swim event. Right. I saw somebody not go around the buoy. That they so were no, this is more about um, that. Something happened during the swim event where they could not. <gasps> Oh, the person. A, yeah, yeah. No, I think you can talk about that. I uh, sorry, um, but before you get into that, Scott, I just want to say that I did see on the men's side, the men, elite men, one of the athletes did not go around the buoy. They they like <coughs> the buoy. And I'm dying to know A, who it was, and B, did they get penalized for it? So if anyone is a high-level judge that knows that information, I will not make it public, but I just my heart needs to know that that person got penalized because it could have changed checks, which is important to me. So you go, go, you go on with your story. So I will tell you what I know as a fact. Okay. I know as a fact is that the event got delayed Saturday night by an hour and 20 minutes, I believe, because something happened during the swim event, the row swim run. Mm -hmm. With the team, the team. With, yeah, it was at that point, it was the team's um, RX team. And uh, it was the female RX team. Mm -hmm. Men had not gone yet. 
um, something happened that made them delay and stop. There are athletes reporting on Instagram that they were there or they were part of that event during that time and that it was chaos, that there was a missing athlete, um, that Coast Guard was brought in and there were still swimmers in the water when they came in. Mm. And, and one of them almost got rolled by uh, the Coast Guard ship. Thanks. Um, but again, I don't know that I, that is just a statement by an athlete on Instagram. Right. Um, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's false. I'm saying that I don't have any corroborating evidence. Right. Um, to to make a statement. And and we did hear that nobody died, right? Like there wasn't a a drowning that, uh, I mean, Nobody, everybody is fine. looking for is fine. Everybody is fine. Right. Um, but there, there were a lot of rumors swirling around. I think what I think, and don't quote me on this. I think that a swimmer did not enter the water because they got freaked out and their teammates did. And when they got to the run at Bayside, um, two of the athletes were there and the, the third athlete did not ever show up. Yeah. And, and so, so people, and so the people that were checking, right. Rightfully so, so. Right. And so yeah. that's when they went looking for things. Um, and apparently there were still swimmers on the course though, when this mm. was happening Got it. and, um, cause the ruckus and, w- and one swimmer got pulled into the, according to some people here on our chat, uh, one of the athletes was, was pulled that they know personally into the coast guard boat. Oh, while they were competing. Yes. Like, no, I'm fine. Let me, let me well, go. I, I, Can you imagine? I don't know that they're fine. It just could be oh, okay. because of, because of the boat coming in, it would have caused um, some waves and some surges. Maybe that affected mm-hmm. them. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, that's what I know kind of. And I, and I, we do know that everybody's okay. Um, but, it, and it did cause a delay and the men never went. Mm-hmm. So Saturday night, the leaderboards did not update for a very long time. I think because of that, and there was no statement about it. The athletes on Instagram are, are complaining that there were no statements made mm. by Wadapalooza. And it was just like, Hey, don't look over here behind the curtain. Right. We're just going to keep going. Um, and then when the rainstorm happened, I did hear some complaints from athletes that they eliminated events in some of the other fields and other divisions yep. so that the elites could do all of their events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that happened. I mean, you know, there's unfortunately there's a pecking order, right? In in the in the events, and I think you know that going into it. And if changes need to be made, and you have curfews to meet, and you know, <clears throat> sponsors to fulfill duties with, and everything else, you kind of have to err on that side of well, those elite folks are going to go, and then the rest of the pack. You know, it, it happened with COVID with teams and age groups, like. Well, and the elites are getting paid money for where yeah. they finish, right, where right, they're right. not at the other divisions. And so it could impact financially what went on if you don't complete all the events at the elite level. Yeah. And even with that all, they almost had to delete an event just because of timing. Right. Uh, but they did, they were able to squeeze it in. Speaking of athletes getting paid, I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, so maybe we can reach out to some folks who are in the know, I heard that podium 
athletes from Masters Legends received nothing. I, were they supposed to? I don't know. I mean, I would expect something for being on the podium of a competition, especially a competition of that caliber. I mean, we gave prizes away at the Green Beret Project Classic. I, I just, that's odd to me. Yeah, so I don't know. people that know, that listen, that know, let us know. Because that would be weird. And again, I don't want to, like, again, rumor, total rumor. It could be completely false. If I find out that it is, you know, we'll retract that. But I'm curious to know, and I think this is the best way for me to get that out to people that might know. So let me know. Um, Bacon chimed in that Sevelin said that the scoreboard was down due to Waza using buzzers and then trying to use chip timers and it threw it off. Well, I can say there probably was technical issues with the buzzer system or the chip timer. There always is at events. And that's yeah. why the judges have stopwatches and um, put their times onto the card. It, that should not slow down a leaderboard at an event. That is a common practice um, where the judges have a backup time and usually there's even a couple more backup watches going in case even that goes down. So, yeah, I mean, it could have been the fact that they canceled that one heat that could have messed up the technology because that technology could have been pre-programmed. And again, I don't know how it works, but that could have been pre-programmed for like the lanes, the people, the whatever. And then if you skip that, like who knows what had to happen. Well, well the, the men's heat was the last event of the day. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, so, then, that's mind. the only one that got deleted. So that's well, my theory. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, with the rain and the weather, I, it wouldn't surprise me that the buzzers went down. Um, yeah. And then Andrew said also that there's athletes commenting about the discrepancies between payouts of the elites and the masters. Well, you know what? Yeah. There's, there's a difference between the major leagues and the minor leagues in baseball. There are people, the crowds are much larger at the elite events than there are at the masters events, even at Wadapalooza when their stage is going everywhere. Uh, the crowds are much different from one to the other um, until all of the, these masters like us here on this show um, get a crowd at masters fitness collective and legends West and all of the other ones around the world, the payouts are going to be less because they're not drawing the crowds or the streams. Yeah. Um, that's just a, a financial reality. And I support that masters. Can't... Like I love going to all that. Yeah, Charlie. They can't really be complaining about that. <laughs> like, like, like talk about old news, silly. right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, WNBA is not getting paid more than the NBA. Like, right. What are you trying to say, Charlie? The girls aren't as important. I'm saying they should be, and that's going to happen before right. a 65 year old. For old people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. Yeah. So what's next for us? What do you, what do you got on the horizon? Scott, where's your next? Um, Thank you. So next for us. Uh oh, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. I was reading the comments. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I got, I got wrapped up there. Um, the next thing we have going on is uh, I'm flying to Austin in probably a week. Awesome. 
And um, I am going to be doing the podcast live at um, the, the podcast experience. live at the Fittest Experience uh, in Austin, Texas. Um, I'm super excited. I've never been to that event. It's going to be another first time thing for me. Um, my friends from that area who I saw over the weekend said they have announced us over and over and over again that we're going to be there. Um, so I'm super stoked like that they are really pumping it up and uh, I'm excited to see some friends. I, you know, I've met a lot of people from that area who are judges and volunteers at different events. And I got to see a lot of them at Wadapalooza and I'll get to see even more when I go to Austin. So serious FOMO, serious FOMO. The other thing we have going on, as we had mentioned earlier, is we're going to start premiering some of the stuff we're doing for our new show over the next couple days. Um, the Annika Greer profile will be out hopefully tomorrow morning. I'll talk to Kat after we get done with this show. Um, and then we have another one coming tomorrow. Fingers crossed it all goes well. I'll announce that once it happens. Um, a pretty cool story that we get to expand on with a major athlete who just made a major decision and we get to know the reasons why. Um, so that'll be pretty fun. And then we have some other stuff coming from some of the people that are going to join us on that new show. Um, and hopefully that's done before the weekend. Uh, cause that's another major news event that will be cool to get that perspective. And we need a name. We need a name for our new no, new show. I have whittled it down to two. Um, uh, it is either going to be the rig report or the high intensity times. So I'm going to put it out here. If you would vote in the comments, that would be awesome. And I will put it on my Instagram when we're done tonight um, as a poll question. Um, and then once we get a name, we'll get a new logo for that show and we'll start promoting the stuff from that. But I'm super excited about that. Um, I've talked to some people this weekend about it and to get more contributors to it. And I think it's going to be an awesome thing. And I can't wait to unveil that right before the open. Very cool. Do we have it? Are we who are who's our next uh, release? Do we know? Uh, so Friday, I'm going to release the interviews I did at Wadapalooza. Okay. I will tell you now, um, I'm just going to combine them into one episode. Um, they put us right beside Flagler. And if you watched the stream at all and you heard the <laughs> coming from Flagler, that's what you will hear during these interviews. <laughs> Um, on the, on the one interview, I tried to double mic, like use our lav mics with the PA mics and they screeched off each other. Oh no. Then I just said, okay, I'll put the open mic with the P near the PA speakers. And that's where you get the pff, 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 even louder. Hmm. So, um, I actually talked to Kristen about all of this. She wants the feedback sure. as to how to make it better. Um, and I talked to like John Woolley was there and Wex podcast was there, um, Tommy Marquez. And we all kind of think there's a lot of open space along the water. It's better for the sound to do it, to be able to do it there. And even if we can't get as many people around it, mm -hmm. um, then to be in the, the hub with all the people 
and not be able to record it because of the techno jams going on right at a right. very high decibel what would be cool too is if it became this thing year over year where people knew about it and knew where it was and sort of made that a destination where they would be you know respectfully quiet you know around it but sort of like like the media um <clears throat> the media pit for the crossfit games like in the tent right in the fit a tent something where people could go because they know some of those big names are going to be there you know, doing the interview, being respectful, watching the interview, and then having an opportunity to maybe, you know, meet and greet those people afterwards. That would be cool. Yeah. What basically happened is by Saturday afternoon, everybody that was there was like, it's not even worth yeah. wasting time because we couldn't get enough a good quality audio. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. And the other thing is like trying to get guests on the fly is very hard. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, everything I got, I will definitely put out um, this. It'll come out Friday morning um, as a podcast episode. Um, don't excuse the um, the video quality because I they had no place to put my video camera either. So oh, no. the first one, it's on the corner of the stage, looking up at our guest. Um, the second <laughs> well, one, I put on a chair <laughs> out in front of the stage, but people walked in front of it. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, but it was, they did have a big digital screen behind us mm -hmm. and they put our logo up. Oh, that's cool. So for the one interview, it's the, it's the podcast logo for the other episode. They, they mixed, mixed up and put the media logo up. Media. That's okay. We're all the same. But, all yeah. Cool. So, but yeah, it was cool to have that, like on this big screen in the food court for everybody to see. Very cool. Well, as I get closer to the semblance of a gym here too i'm going to do some video of the gym because this isn't cutting it really so we'll do yeah. something better next time. walking around with a laptop yeah i'm not 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 the best charlie anything you got anything to say how was costco <laughs> costco was wonderful this time of night do you you gotta you gotta instacart that shit next time you ever do that no, then I can't get away from children. Oh, well, okay. I don't have that issue. And a maniac doll. Did you buy anything that you're going to regret later? At Costco? No. no. No salted caramels. No Tate's mm -hmm. cookies. None of that. Good for you. Nope. You're stronger, you're a stronger man than me, Charlie. It's a new year, new me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Andrew said along the water by the hotel side would be really cool. Um, and it'd be near the spectator workout area uh, where it's not as loud, um, but there'd still mm -hmm. be people. Yeah, we'll talk to Kristen. Um, yeah, she reached out to me last night just to get my opinion on some things, and which is really cool. And I actually talked to her. We're going to do her story about her affiliate coming up soon, too. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested in that. In Tanzania. Um, and cause it's, it's done for a purpose other than just getting fit. Um, and so right. I can't wait to hear all about that one. And she still owns it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. She's a neat lady. Well, with that, um, we'll catch you next week on the Clydesdale fitness and friends. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale fitness and friends podcast. Remember, 
You can find us now on YouTube, as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use, and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.